Look at that. Look at that shit. Uh, strong. You look so much prettier than I do right now. I actually need a haircut, man. This is wild, hey? This is this is not okay for me. Um, yes. So uh, I think that we're live now. I think it says that. It says live up there. Cool. Um, what's up, Predictable Sales community? Uh, today I have a absolute legend of a human, someone uh, who I'm actually quite inspired with the results that he's been able to achieve um, while working with us, right? He went from... Uh, a bit of a, a, a generalist to an absolute fucking niche specialist in a market that I didn't even know existed in the first place. <laughs> and he's absolutely crossing it. Um, and we're here to chat today about how Garrett built his, uh, his agency up to 50 grand a month and built a wicked wait list of people just um, in like a really particular niche that just didn't, for all respects and purposes, me and Farris still like scratch our heads like, how did this work? <laughs> Um, but Garrett, how are you, dude? Thank you so much for coming to hang out. Yeah, brother. I'm, I'm good. I'm stoked to be here. Um, happy to jump in dude and to kind of walk through, you know, some of this stuff with you because I know that the people that are watching this, like I was there not that long ago, right? I've been yeah, through a lot of the same stuff that you guys are all, you know, that everybody's dealing with, right? And for anyone who is watching, um, if you're watching live, put the word live in the chat right now so we know that you're here. And if you're watching the replay, just put the word replay in the chat too. Um, just so we know who to even sh share the recording and maybe some free goodies around whatever it is that you guys are experiencing at the same time as well. Um, but Garrett, dude, before, um, you know, scaling things up with the, uh, the gun dealer's niche, right, which is just fucking wild. I love it. Um, give me a little bit of background as to what you were doing and who you were prior to that. Or even oh, how you yeah absolutely even how you go into the agency space in general yeah definitely so what's interesting is I've worked in the firearms industry for over a decade right so when when I left that industry I was actually chatting with many of these people on a regular basis and realized that like they needed help but what was funny is so I left where I was working at we were at a call center. And I took another guy. Actually, I took two guys with me. So it was all three of us. We started out. I had way more people involved than should have been involved. Should have been involved at the same time. So immediately, it was like me owning, and then I had somebody for deliverables, and I had somebody for sales. So I jumped right into it. Uh, but what was funny is that we found that like once I kind of ran through my lead list of people that I knew, um, we sort of started taking on everybody. Right. And, and I know that a lot of people struggle with this where they think that I should offer as many services as possible, text messaging, um, social media management, like, you know, all this crap. And realistically what it did was it led us down a path of, you know, you, you would call it a dumpster fire. And that's exactly what it was. <laughs> like there was too many people in too many different niches and it, and it made it very difficult for us to deliver things on time that were uh, efficient, that got good results and things like that. So I was stuck in this perpetual state of like 10 to 15 K months. And I really couldn't break out of that. And what I found was uh, I would hit these high months of like 15, 20 K maybe and drop all the way down to like 1500 the next month, because I felt that I had jumped from selling to deliverables, right? I had to jump in and, and help support the team. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a rough spot for me. Um, I hired another coach before working with you guys. And, uh, 
I did get value out of it. I did learn some things, but it was definitely not something that really clicked and fit with like my personality, my style, my style of learning, uh, my style of support. Um, so it was definitely a, a huge shift, like going from working with those guys to like working with you guys and getting to where we are now. Dude, um, I had no idea that you worked in a call center, right? Like, yeah. like yeah. no wonder that movie was so good for you. What was the one you were talking about? The Goods? Just smiling and dying. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was yeah. so good. Uh, we, don't, we, we don't talk about Kirky here, though. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, I had no idea you did that, right? But I do know that you were a full generalist at the same time, too. And, like, mm-hmm. I remember having that chat with you when you came in. <laughs> For, like, yeah. probably six weeks, we had to have this conversation over and over and over again. But, like, before we get into any of that anyway, right, like, what do you feel um, uh, from the beginning of the agency uh, world <laughs> you're in? like your, 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 your humble beginnings and stuff as well. What do you feel like a huge lesson that's helped you move through to where you are today has been that someone might be able to take away? Is it like something to do with maybe the niching or something to do with like uh, productized offerings? Like why do you think people always go the route of like trying to work with everyone and serve everything? And what are the lessons that you've taken away from that that you could probably impart some wisdom on here? Good question. And I'll, uh, and I'll probably answer it in like two or three different ways real, cool. real briefly. Um, but I think that one of the biggest issues is people are insecure with what they have to offer and they don't really know who they're like, who they're trying to sell to. So they don't know their target market. They don't know how to market to them properly. If, even if they did know who it was, um, then they don't know how to like present an offer, uh, close it and then deliver it in a way that's um, sort of like an assembly line, right? And so what that does is if you don't have that dialed in, it leads to a lot of insecurity. And the insecurity then comes to um, wanting to offer more, thinking that maybe if you offer more, you can generate more leads. And and realistically, one of the biggest things that's helped me with working with you guys um, has been to fill that pipeline up so freaking full of people that even if somebody said no to me, that was okay. I could just Mm. move on to the next person, right? So if I could just move on to the next person, I wasn't afraid of offering too much or too little because whatever we figured out was the best fit for our target audience, it was either a good fit or not. But I had more people to go to on the back end. um, So I wasn't insecure about getting a no i wasn't trying to close every deal even you know not every deal is possible if that makes sense what i always notice is that um it's it's a combination of both right like because if someone doesn't have a pipeline that's like flooding with people essentially right they'll just try and close everyone and they'll do everything they can to get everyone across the line um which usually means selling a part of their soul in trying to deliver too many services (laughs) And then they do end up in that like um, uh, sales delivery fucking dumpster fire continuum. But it's just like um, where I think the worst part about that is, is when you try to bring team in, right? And like like every new project that you guys bring in actually is a project and takes 48 weeks to actually make work properly as opposed to just being, yo, this is the way we do things now. Yeah. Um, and it becomes, you know, using the language you used, using the language that you used, a much easier assembly line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for everyone that's watching uh, or watches the replay, 
I'd love to hear one thing that you guys are learning, maybe a lesson that you're already taking away or something that you guys have experienced that's been similar that you guys are now starting to realize since Garrett's been so kind to share that. Um, and I guess like, what is it that um, changed? Like, when did you notice that it was okay for you to be able to minimize the amount of services that you actually offered and minimize the amount of markets that you served as well? Like, when, when, when was it okay to do that for you? <laughs> so it took a while, but once we finally, um, once I finally got across the finish line of the mindset shifts of working with that specific group of people that I originally started with the intention of working with, um, so going back to working with the firearms dealers, um, I then knew exactly who I wanted to work with. And then after working with you guys and figuring out how to like reverse engineer who I wanted to show up on the phone calls and close mm -hmm. deals with and things like that, um, it made it so much easier for me to get booked calls and eventually close deals. And so I think that once I was really able to start seeing more booked calls and adjusting my offer as we moved along. I, it was funny because instead of adding more things to my offer, every phone call, it was actually like every phone call, I ended up cutting more and more off of the offer, but mm. increasing the, and also increasing the cost. Right. So it sounds counterintuitive, but what it ended up allowing us to do was produce like better quality deliverables and better quality results for people. Um, while, creating an assembly line using that again, but creating something that was so um, simple. Everything was just so simple. It was like, cool. These are the 10 steps that we need to do to take the client from the closed phone call and taking the money to delivering their end result and them, you know, having these amazing results on the back end. So it's like do less, charge more, book more fucking calls. Exactly. 100%. Charge more, book more fucking calls, right? Dude, the recipe for success, man. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> um, I guess like before you started working with us too, right? Like uh, we didn't really lean into like what were the, the, the main sort of challenges that you were ideally um, experiencing? Well, not ideally experiencing, but like what was uh, the problems you were experiencing for say the six to 12 months prior to working with us? Um, what were the main challenges that, that were going on in the business that you were going to get some help with? How many fingers you got, bro? <laughs> the big things, <laughs> the big things were definitely, um, I, I would say the, the one that made the biggest change was not having a full pipeline um, and not knowing how to fill a pipeline properly. You know, a lot of us tend to go off of like, oh, I got a referral call the other day and I still get those, but like, that's not how I run my business. I'm able to, um, I'm able to expect certain results in my business every month based on the inputs that I put in. Um, but as far as like specific challenges that I was facing, some of them I've already highlighted. One mm -hmm. of the big ones was being um, pulled into delivery like every other month. So we would have a, a killer month. We would knock it out of the park. We would do 15, 20 K and then I would be stuck the next month or even two or three sometimes trying to fulfill that. So that 20 K would have to stretch between three or four months sometimes. Um, and so that was, that was very painful for us. Um, not being able to like, not having a system to set, set up to like properly track everything. Right. Um, I mean, the, a lot of the stuff that 
actually, and one of the other things that was just super important, I think that has really helped me with you guys and probably mostly with you just because of like the bluntness of like being, <laughs> being an asshole sometimes is, uh, <laughs> is, um, be willing to accept like, this is what the fuck you need to do and then just do it. Right. I, I had a lot of resistance to do that thinking that maybe, you know, it was most likely ego or whatever, but it was like, I don't think that's the best way to do it. I'm going to like kind of mix the way that I do it and the way that they say, say to do it and like, see how that meshes together. And it'll just end up with like, not the results that I wanted. So there's any other clients that are watching this or watch this in the future or anyone that wants to eventually work with us. Um, my suggestion is to always call me an asshole in interviews because it makes me laugh at least. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Dude, so, um, you know, it, it sounds like the main two really big things were like um, the delivery fuck you up and down, right? Mm -hmm. And then not having enough of a pipeline. How long, how long have the, both of those, those things been going on for you? So I started this, I started my agency in like 2019 the end of 2019 and so ever since then really i mean uh really what it came down to was i was going to like networking events and meeting people dude we did uh we did a website one time a very low budget website one time for people for like a lingerie store <laughs> okay. you know what i mean like okay. we did we did like wow. a pet food store like it was yes, just um, fucking everything dude just because like whatever fell into our lap right did you get some free plug to try from the from the lingerie store? I did not. <laughs> Damn it! I should have. Right? There's Chris being an asshole again. Um, <laughs> and I guess like uh, reality of like pipeline filling stuff, right? Like pipeline filling and delivery stuff. What, what did you try before? Like in that period of time when it was all fucking annoying and everything was going pear shaped, right? What had you tried to fix those problems up? Oh, dude. Um... I mean, we tried a lot of things. One of the things that I mentioned before was trying to add more services, thinking that that was going to fix, you know, a giant hole in our ship. You know, we're over there trying to fucking put toothpicks over there, trying to patch a hole. Um, <laughs> we, we did run Facebook ads for a little bit and I didn't like it because the back end of that type of stuff with an agency running Facebook ads is you have to have like this whole funnel system built out because nobody's going to like see an a random ad on Facebook and then pay you like 10 grand for a website and whatever other marketing, like it just doesn't happen. Right. So um, Facebook ads, a lot of, a lot of networking. Right. So um, if you guys are in those groups for like your city or your state or whatever, that's like your city name, small business owners. Like that was the shit that I was in, that I was posting in on a regular basis. Um, trying to like fish clients the other day. I would say that was probably the biggest thing that I did. That took up a lot of my time and energy, just like trying to pull clients out of these business owner groups. Um, I guess and then the, you end up with just anybody and everything. Everybody out say, of it. That could be considered the hard way, right? Like at the end of the day, when thinking like that, that would be considered the hard way, and like what we try and take people away from, right? Um, yeah. We'll get into we'll get into what you actually did in a second. What I'd actually love to know is like, how did you actually find out about us? Because I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I, I don't remember if um, I I know that I just like saw your content. So I don't know if you added me or what. It's kind of funny retracing the funnel um, of how everything <laughs> of how everything happens, right? Because like some of the stuff that we teach our clients is like I'm like, 
when I teach it to them, they're like, oh shit. So that's how you got me to buy from you. It's like, yeah, exactly. Right. It's, I, I, I don't know. I, I just remember seeing a lot of your content and how well it resonated with like what I was feeling and experiencing at that time that I was just like, this fucking dude gets it. Like he understands, like if I can create content just like this for my target audience, they're going to feel exactly the same way. And they're going to want to come and work with me. Has that happened? Yeah. Fuck yeah. It has. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that, right? Like when someone hops on a call with you, right? Like what's the sort of experience that you have at the moment? Um, So I don't always do discovery calls depending on like how we get to the point of them hopping on a call with me. Um, But generally what happens is people don't necessarily know 100% about what I do, but they understand that I know what their problem is Mm -hmm. and that I have a... I have the authority in the background experience to help them solve that problem. So it's been, uh, it's been really cool. Cause I've never been the type of person that's been like a really hard closer. I don't know if that grows from like insecurities of, you know, from being younger or whatever, but like, I'm not the type of person that sits there and handles like 25 objections and like, mm-hmm. you know, Grant, Card- Grant Cardone style, like buy or die. Right. Um, I'm very much more of the like, you know, Hey, I believe that I can help you solve this problem. Like, is this something that you want to do together? Right. And that's kind of like really jived with the way that you guys, you know, help us and teach us to sell. Um, and it's just been like such an easy process to close more deals, you know, working that way. It, 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 it's congruent with like my, my mindset and like the way that I operate. Um, I guess like, was because you would have you would have seen that in our process, right? Like before yeah. before doing this, like you would have seen it as an our process. Like, would you say that was one of the reasons why you chose to work with us? Like, what why did you choose to work with us as opposed to someone else again? I think a lot of it came down to what one the way that you closed did help but I I feel like a lot of it was more like I was already pre-sold so hard coming into the call that it you know it it, that's that's how I feel now with people that jump on the call with me like they're already pre-sold into getting help from us Mm. Um, so I feel like I feel like that by the time that we and you know you and I had chat for a long time right it did take me a while because when we first started chatting I was actually working with another coach at that time but I was not um I was not getting the results that I was wanting with that. Right. Okay. That like that, that's all good. I, I I I I'm always just curious as to why people do. But like a lot of the time, it just comes back to like marketing being good. Like not nothing yeah. other than right. Like speaking to a yeah. legitimate pain point and stuff as well. Um, yeah. Let's just this, right. Like where are things at now? You know, that's what it was all about. That's what it was. Like where are things at now in comparison? Because like you're up at like 50k months from fucking what what it was like 10 to 15. So we've like. It, you've tripled and I'm super proud of you for that at the same time too. Um, and you've built this wicked community full of fucking firearms dealers that just explode <laughs> out of nowhere. Right. Um, yeah. Talk me through like, where are things at now? And like, what were the main problems that we sort of worked on? And like, what, what did we actually do? Right. Like what were the, 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 the what was the, like the most helpful systems we didn't put in place? And like, what are you doing on a daily basis about them now? Cool. 
Um, so I think the biggest thing to start was I, I did have a group when we, when we came in, but it was a very general group, right? So I was creating content. I was closing deals from like my group. And I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, basically what I was doing is I was pulling them out of those general business owner groups and dropping them into my group. Um, so I had already understood that concept and I took that kind of from the other coach, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't fitting to like the way that I wanted the business to run. Mm-hmm. So, um, after putting up a hell of a fight, you guys, um, encouraged me enough to, <laughs> to, uh, really focus on one niche. And, um, I actually ended up closing down the original group, rebuilding a group from scratch, which I think as of yesterday, so it's been up for like maybe nine months as of yesterday. Um, I think we hit like 1500 people in the group, which is sure. like li- literally all organic. Like there's, you know, I'm not running paid ads or anything to it. Uh, I probably get about 10 people, eight to 10 people a day that are adding organically. It's a wicked um, engaged group too. Like people are flooded yeah. with like actually talking to you in there and stuff as well. Right. Like, yeah. Why do you think the engagement's so hard? Cause most like an engagement for me is like when I'm talking about it, like you're getting like on some posts, like 500 fucking leads and options. And stuff. <laughs> like yeah. shit's wild. Like maybe talk me through what the reasoning behind you thinking that being a rea- reality for you is when so many people fucking struggle getting two people to comment below on something, right? Yeah. Um, I would say that the number one reason that I believe that it, it works so well is because it's a blue ocean. Mm. There's literally not anybody out there doing exactly what we do. Um, and for me, when it came to finding a niche and looking at like flooring and roofing and all of that stuff, um, I didn't give a shit about any of that stuff. So I really wanted to focus on something that one, I knew cause I had been in the industry for over 10 years. Um, but two, that was, it was somewhere that I could go into and really establish authority quickly, which mm-hmm. fuck, dude, I mean, even with a month I had authority built up, that was, that was insane. Um, so I think that one, what really helps is finding the right market to be in. Yep. Um, but two, reverse engineering the client and in, in like who you want to be on the calls and things like that really helps you to create content that touches the feelings and the experiences that those people are going through at that point in time. Um, and it makes it so much easier to create content that they resonate with. So they comment on it, they comment, they opt in, they, um, you know, hop on calls with me. I, I get a lot. So I do have a website. It's literally just a one page funnel. And I do get a lot of organic leads from that mm-hmm. that see the Facebook group or we have YouTube videos. I literally take my Facebook lives and put those on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. And they either go to the Facebook group and become a lead that way, or they'll go to the funnel and just opt in like that. So, um, but I digress. Um, yeah, it's I think okay. the biggest thing is, is really just like, finding the right market and positioning yourself as being able to help those people in that market. How do you specifically come up with the offers that you chuck out? Right. Like, cause you, you do it like you, you, you follow the system. We ask you in like the offer linking with like the, the type of problem marketing and then the offers you put out and lead magnets and stuff as well. Right. Like how do you get yeah. the ideas for that stuff in your particular business on a weekly basis anyway? It's tough. I try to, to be honest, I can't even put out offers every week because we would get too many leads from it. It would drown me. <laughs> so I put out offers like every two weeks, man. Um, but the way that that looks. Is oh, hold, up, hold, up, hold up. You would have too many leads now. 
right? Yeah, I would have too many fucking leads, dude. My 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 wife, it, you know, it'll be eight nine p.m. and my wife's like looking over at me, and I'm like booking calls and shit on my phone. I'm like, <laughs> like dude, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, but yeah, I would say that realistically, being able to again reverse engineer that person and the problems that they're that they're dealing with, uh, and just putting together content around solving that problem for them. Um, but then also leaving it open to where there's no way that I can solve all of their problems with one asset. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where like, if the problem was, you know, one to 10, giving them the first three, three or four parts of the equation. And then, you know, the rest of it is something that maybe like they need our help to do. Um, so realistically what happens is they're like, cool, I'm going to check this out. And then, you know, when I check in with them or sometimes they don't even look at it, like we send them the asset, they, we send them the asset and they're like, Hey, I need to book a call with you. Cause I, you know, I have a problem with X, Y, and Z. And it's like, cool. We don't need, you know, the asset is there. It's valuable. But like, sometimes they don't even necessarily use it. They just come directly into the funnel that way. It's just a resource to get someone to start a conversation at the end of the day. Right. Like, yeah. um, and when you have done it in a way where it speaks directly to the pain point that you want on the call, that's when sales becomes wicked easy. Mm. Wicked easy. Um, I guess like, because uh, the main two points of contact are myself and Ferris, right? For, for you in particular. Um, yeah. What, over that period of time, like what was the main support from us? Like how often do you touch base with us? Um, what's the actual experience of the coaching like itself? Um, and I guess like, what's your experience with that? It's been, um, it's been very helpful and, and, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Having somebody on tap 24 seven, right? Like you guys are not going to answer if it's two in the morning, but being able to have a very specific question because I, I'm like everybody else. I feel like my problems are unique and realistically they're not. Um, but being able to give context around a specific problem and get answers to that specific problem maybe something that i necessarily wasn't even expecting maybe it's not like the answer is black and white maybe the answer is you're asking the fucking question wrong in the first place right hmm. uh, so a lot of the mindset shifts and things like that have been super helpful but most of that the way that i use this coaching uh, this coaching help right now has mostly been like show up to all the calls and kind of just like listen to those and feel those out ask specific questions at that point in time. Uh, and then a lot of it is more just like using the Facebook chat to catch up with you guys and ask like specific contextual questions that might not be beneficial for like a whole group or whatever. How, that, how frequently are you doing that at the moment? Uh, pretty frequently, a couple times a week. What's What I really uh, appreciate is you guys have been super helpful in like checking in with me like every every few days ferris has done a killer job of just like checking with me like every two or three days like cool what's the week look like like awesome that's that's where you're looking to go what is it going to take for you to get there um you know what's what's going to get in the way of you getting there like asking very specific questions that like i've now come to ask myself Mm. that um, not only help you get to your destination, but help you kind of figure out like what are going to be the main roadblocks this week on getting from point A to point B this week. 
Yeah, dude, we, 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 we do our best to make sure that every person that is, you know, under our guidance, right? Like we, we don't want to give them a 90 day roadmap and then never see them until day 90. Right. Like, yeah, we'd ideally like to be finding out within three or four days, like if they've made any mistakes yet, or if they've made any good fucking gains towards it at the same time too. Right. Yeah. Um, it's actually a, a, a good question to consider, right? Like, for the people who might want to get to, you know, where you're at right now, um, where do you see most people making, like, majority of the mistakes in that process, right? When it comes to growing to, you know, 50K a month and, um, you know, with the problems that you were able to fix up, where do you see most people making major mistakes, say, with, like, the, the way they do their marketing or the way they actually might run a group or the way that they actually speak with people in Messenger? Like, where do you see most of the mistakes are and what do you think you, that they should be doing to fix them? So... What's interesting is all of those mistakes are very categorical. They're all considered, they're in like these little niches of like marketing or sales or whatever. The number one mistake that I see people making and this, like just for y'all that are watching, like Chris isn't giving me anything, like I'm not paid to say this or anything, but the number one fucking mistake is not getting help. Like if you don't have like a group of friends or a mentor or anything like that, you're literally fucking off 24 seven on YouTube or TikTok or um, back when Clubhouse was in sitting there listening for hours on Clubhouse trying to get like a valuable nugget out of it, right? Like just sitting there just waiting, waiting, like maybe they'll talk about something that's important for my business, right? Just, just wait, just fucking waiting, like raising hands, you know? And it's like, dude, realistically, like the thing that's helped me the most is just getting fucking help. Like just having you guys available. I don't talk to you every day, but if I needed to, you guys are there. Mm -hmm. um, but just having somebody that I can like bounce ideas off of and um, bring problems to and just be like, yo, this is how I'm thinking about solving this. Like, cool. is there any, is there maybe another a way that I'm not looking at this. Maybe there's another way to ask this question that can help me solve the problem. So like, yeah, you guys can try to solve like each individual little problem along the way. But the problem is, is that what happens is you're going to solve problem A and then what's going to happen is problem A is going to lead to problem B and then problem B is going to lead to problem C. And you're going to spend so much fucking time sitting there on Clubhouse just waiting for somebody to answer your question <laughs> instead of just like fucking asking for help. Right, right. Like, um, why is there? It, it, it kind of sounds like what you're saying is like outside insight to make sure you make less mistakes and do things in, 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 in the way that makes sense for where you want to go. Right. Because um, I think that's something that's really worth mentioning here too. Right. Is like the journey that we have you on is different to say Matt Tebow, right? Like, mm -hmm. cause you guys want to build a different business and a different life. Same, same services that you guys might deliver on. You guys want to build a different life. Right. So it's mm -hmm. different things. Like, you are much more that I'm going to shut the fuck up and sit down and crush this shit. Matt loves like, I'm going to go away and do this. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a different style of, of, of life that someone wants to build. Um, and I guess, you know, now that we've gotten over the hump of say, how do we get sales? How do we get um, lead flow? How do we get all of that? Like what are the main things that you are actually working on with like myself and Faris right now um, to, to, to get you to the next stage? Where are we going next? And what are the main problems we're working on now? Right now, the big things that I'm working on are mostly team-related. Okay. Uh, Talk me through that. Because basically what, you know, from for those of you guys watching, what happens is, like, you eventually get to a point where 
you could actually just did a, a live video on this earlier um, for my clients and, and, and uh, my group. Uh, but you get to a, you get to a point where you can do things or you can get things done, right? And it might sound like they're the same thing, but they're not. Doing things means that you're actually doing the fucking thing. Getting things done might nece- might not necessarily mean that you're doing it. It might necessarily mean it might mean that like you're delegating it to somebody else. So what ends up happening is like for me, my goal is to focus on income generating activities, right? Things that are going to make money for the business and kind of guiding the ship, right? Being Captain Sparrow out there driving that big pirate ship, right? And then um, having the team handle all of the other shit so that I'm not up at three in the morning trying to build a website or, you know, hook up Google ads for somebody or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mostly team related because at this point I feel, uh, you know, if sales and marketing and all that were like out of 10, I would be, you know, past the seven. Right. So that's more of like optimization versus like the team stuff is like, I need to get the stuff off my plate so I can focus on more on the sales and, and, uh, kind of taking an overall like CEO look at, the whole process, the assembly line and, and seeing like, cool, there's a bottleneck here in the assembly line. What can we do to fix this? There's a bottleneck here. Let's fix this. Right. So that's, that's been super helpful for me. I just want to mention, or like even give you some insight. If you think you're at a seven in sales, right? Like go, go and put an offer out right now and tell me if you still feel, you're, still feel that you're at a seven. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you are not at a seven, dude. You're, you're, you're well past that right now. And I, I just want to at least the seven is at least. No, you're crushing. (laughs) So it's essentially more team stuff right now. And like, uh, how are you and Faris working through that right now? What are you guys doing together on that? Um, the big thing right now, the processes that I'm going through right now are mostly along creating SOPs for the team. Um, so like, Ferris has been helping me like create systems along the way um, so that things can one, not only be delegated out, but two, that I can manage the delegation of those things. Mm -hmm. That's something that I'm trying to like optimize right now is like, cool. So you have all of these tasks that need to be done by all of these different people on your team, right? How do we manage all of that? So that's kind of where we're at right now and what Ferris is helping me with right now. So that eventually, again, I can focus on only income generating activities and then down the road, remove myself from that by hiring a setter and a closer. Mm -hmm. And and then at that point, then I'm like, cool, what business do I want to build next as I'm collecting cash in the bank every month and having the team run everything? You heard it here first, guys. If you want some help learning how to do the exact same as that, build enough fucking opportunity and a team to help build whatever you want, um, cause you have an income producing asset in the agency, uh, drop us something in the chat and we'll, uh, we'll get probably Carl to reach out to you and see if we can help you out there. Um, Garrett, what, what is it that you're like most excited about at the moment? Like what, what, what is it that's, um, lighting you up at the moment in, in the business right now? That's a great question, dude. Cause there actually is something that I'm super excited about. I, I told you this a while back and, um, it, it's just becoming more and more true as we move along. So the other day, uh, my wife and I booked like a three a three week road trip all across the U.S. in an RV. Oh, you post about that? Fuck yeah. yeah, dude! It's so it's so cool. Just just hopping in an RV and just cruising. We have three dogs and three cats. I got a cat in my life right now. What's that? When do you leave? Um, the end of March, beginning right. of April. I was gonna say if it was like next week, spring through Vegas. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's cool about that, what's cool about that though is having the peace of mind knowing that I can do that, and not only will I only like I can focus enough of my time on that trip to closing sales and putting out offers. Um, I'm confident that I can manage that process while, you know, mostly being on like almost a fucking month long vacation and uh, knowing that I have a team back home that I trust to put out the deliverables and manage all the stuff, you know, while I'm, uh, you know, one being able to afford it, but two, just being able to manage that whole process and still make money while we're, while we're cruising across the country. In the middle of self, like, cause I've seen so many RVs as I've been driving through the desert out here, and everyone I drive past, I just I wonder if it's um, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman out of Breaking Bad. All of them. <laughs> every single one, every single one. I'm like, is that them? Is that them? Uh, so, dude, like, I'm, I'm actually excited for you for that. Um, I guess yeah. wh- where can uh, where can people connect with you? Where 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 can they find you? Where can they connect with you? Where where can they go and um spy on your group to see what's going on or whatever it is like where, where can they connect with you and how how can they connect with you as well um so if you guys this is my name you guys have it right, right here, <laughs> I, I believe <laughs> if you guys find if you guys find me on facebook go ahead and add me the other thing too um one i'm not gonna let you guys in my group unless you're yeah. a dealer which is, <laughs> it is what it is um but if you type in uh marketing hacks for ffl dealers and gunsmiths in facebook I'm not on Facebook in um, YouTube. What we do is I just have my virtual assistant take my live videos in all the videos that we put in the group and they're all on Facebook. So if you want to see like how some of the content that I created or whatever, as far as like the video content is, uh, it's in there. So thank you so much. Do the two places. Um, like either like uh, mindset or action wise for anyone out there that's looking to scale in the same way that you have and then get their offers up to, Something that just makes sales ridiculously fucking simple. What's some last advice that you have for them? One I already covered is is get help. Just fucking get help. Like the you're gonna make more than you spend. So like the ROI is there. Um, and two, I would say that the other thing that's important at scaling would be kind of what I covered earlier is you can do things or you can get things done. Realistically, you have to do both. Like there's going to be stuff you have to do, uh, but focus more on getting things done. Right. So mm-hmm. whether that's being delegated or even like, I, I probably have like six or seven like open projects on Fiverr right now, just because I can pay somebody $50 to do something that would cost me $900 to have my team do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So de- delegate shit. Cool, dude. Um, thank you so much um, for for coming to hang out and doing this. And I guess if there's anyone that's watching on the live or the replay that would like to start getting some similar help that Gareth's been getting and start getting some similar results, just put the word "help" in the chat, and we will uh, we'll reach out. Carl will reach out and see if there's any way that we can help you. Um, dude, thank you again so 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 much. Um, yeah. Any last words of wisdom for anyone that's struggling with this? I don't think so. I mean, I think we've, we've kind of covered everything that I feel is, you know, super important, but uh, I mean, I guess I could say like, make sure that you have the right market fit. Like, mm. If you have, if you have the right product for the right person or the right service for, for the right person, it's going to make everything a lot easier. This is something that I've heard from somebody that y'all probably already know. Uh, but the boat that you're in makes 
makes way more hang on what what is it? i'm gonna fuck this up <laughs> the boat that you're in is more important than how hard you're rowing right that's so very true thank you so Mr. if you're in a little kayak and you're rowing your ass off you're working way harder than you should get in the boat with a fucking motor on it completely <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. Um, as per usual, if there's anything I can do for you, as in you personally, reach out because I want to see you crush whatever the fuck you can before you get to hopping in that RV, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm ready to see you scale this thing to a point where you actually can um, literally just be the CEO of everything, right? But you're, you're not that far off now, which is really the exciting part. Um, yeah. Thank you again so, 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 so much. And uh, thank you for anyone who tuned in. You guys would like to get some of the similar results Garrett is getting, just put the word help in the chat and someone will reach out. Thanks again, Garrett. Speak to you all soon. Cool. Thank you, guys.